Welcome to Life After Business, the podcast, where I bring you all the information you need to exit your company and explore what life can be like on the other side. This is Ryan Tansom, your host, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome back to the Life After Business podcast. This is Ryan Tansom here. Today's guest name is Dr. Patrick Porter. Dr. Porter is an award-winning author, consultant, successful entrepreneur, and a speaker. He's written nine books. He's been in Inc. Magazine, Business Week, People, Entrepreneur, ABC, NBC, CBS, Discovery Channel. He had his own TV show. He's got his own podcast. Man, did I have a blast talking to Dr. Porter. I met him at a industry conference where he had a bunch of recliners set up with people with flashing lights and headphones on them while they're meditating using this light sensory machine that he's invented. He has sold his own company, his original company, that was called Positive Changes. They had 108 locations across the U.S., and they trained 35,000 um, consultants to be able to deliver his original device that he had created. And he sold it, got a royalty deal. That fell through, so he has created his new company called BrainTap Technologies that is really exploding. And so we talk about his journey and how he went through the whole transition to where he is today, but then we also talk about how his technology called BrainTap helps hack the brain and uses technology to reformat how the mind works, how you think, how you can rechange the vision that you have for yourself and actually program your brain into doing the things that you want to. And I personally think as an entrepreneur in a transition phase where you're trying to figure out what you want out of your life, where does your business fit in, and you don't have the time to sit down, meditate, or learn how to meditate, this is an amazing way and it's a new technology to use to help balance yourself out. So I really hope you listen to the whole episode. Dr. Porter's got an amazing story for his own journey and understanding how you could possibly use his technology to better your situation and change the way you think. This episode of Life After Business is sponsored by The Valley Advantage. The Valley Advantage is a platform delivered via peer groups and or one-on-one to help you build a valuable company that can thrive without you while putting an exit plan in place so you have the options to sell when you want, to who you want, for how much you want. You're able to manage the business by the numbers, work in the business as much or as little as you want, and you fully understand how the business impacts your personal financials. If you want to know more, check out the show notes or the website. So without further ado, here's Dr. Porter. Dr. Porter, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. I am really excited for uh, you to be on the show today. We uh, met at a conference where you were had all your employees and a bunch of chairs set up with where people were using your device that I want you to kind of explain to the listeners uh, with your company called BrainTap. And I love it because it's a meditation, light, sensory um, tool. And, I, and I'll, I'll just let you kind of give the listeners a little bit about what you're doing now before we kind of jump back into your past. Okay. So listeners are probably wondering, what in the world are you talking about? Well, if you've <laughs> seen Star Trek or any uh, kind of uh, sci-fi thing, I think technology is catching up because – as baby boomers out there, we all want the same things. As we grow older, we want to keep our memories and we want to be able to function at our highest peak potential. So part of my goal was, uh, as a youngster, was to 
uh, improved my brain function. My dad was actually involved in a company called the Silva Method, um, and then we used to use brain machines. So my history has been with with using my brain and my mind and through GSR machines. So we invented this technology. The reason we call it brain tap from people wondering is that we want to help people tap into their brain or their mind's full potential. And we do that through light, sound and frequency. And we'll get a little bit more into that. But everything that our brain does is a response to light, sound and frequency. And we have this uh, without getting too technical, there's a polyvagal system in our brain that tells us that our environment is safe or it's a dangerous place. And this is all kind of coded by what we've learned as we've grown uh, from childhood to adulthood. And a lot of people think our brain is fixed. And now, at least uh, from about 10 years ago to now, they now realize that we have a very uh, plastic brain, which means this neuroplasticity, which means our brain can change. So even those entrepreneurs out there that think they're, they have a fixed mindset or this is the way that they are, you can literally retrain your brain. And people are finding that whether they have strokes or a child has autism or if they want to improve their golf game or if they want to get rid of stress, that you can use technology like the brain tap to bring your brain back into balance and start getting the best life now instead of waiting for something else to happen. So where did the the passion come from for all this, uh, the, the the focus on the brain? I know you kind of mentioned it with your, with your dad and everything. Was there something yeah. that really – was there an experience that you had that really uh, – guided you to to double down and make this your whole your whole life's passion yeah there's there's been quite a few of them and i don't know if we have time for all of this but i've written nine books so if somebody really wants to delve into it they can <laughs> go and research those but i think the main thing that happened to me was my dad tricked me when i was a young man uh i really didn't like school i didn't think i was all that smart and my dad started tricking me into using what was called the silva sound which is very similar to um binaural beats it was before binaural beats and the Neuro Institute made those famous. So we were growing up and he would teach us to go to level, which was going into alpha. And he taught us to do that for sports. Hmm. So by learning to do it with sports, and I became a very, very good at sports. So uh, what I didn't realize was while my brain was focusing on football or baseball or wrestling or track or whatever the sport was that I was playing at the time, my brain was also improving my memory, my concentration, my focus. Just basically, everything in school started to become very easy for me. I became an, an A-B student without really trying. And um, my dad just basically taught me some techniques by, mm. first by relaxing myself. I didn't realize you could even do that. And, <laughs> um, and then once I started getting, you know, the recognition in sports and things like that, and then um, being recruited to play football in college, I ended up running track because I dislocated my shoulder. But even that setback didn't really set me back. I mean, it was a terrible thing that happened. But uh, now that I think back on it, it's exactly what needed to happen. And my life has kind of been shaped by um, if I'm not on track, something will happen, it seems. The the universe is conspiring with me <laughs> for my success, even against my better judgment at times. And I think the, the other thing that happened was I was working in a factory during college and I got bisulfite poisoning. Oh, and while this me and I got a chemical pneumonia in my lungs, and so I couldn't go back to work at the factory. Uh, at least they told me to take a year off, which for me was like an eternity. Um, so I decided to move to Phoenix. And when I moved to Phoenix, I started learning something called NLP or neurolinguistic programming with uh, Dr. Richard Bandler in the group. And once I learned 
NLP regarding what my dad was teaching me, which is all about visualization and relaxation. The two just created a perfect storm. And then we created a business that was so successful that we actually attended a class from with Jack Canfield and Mark Victor Hansen out in California. And uh, I was making pretty good money and I wanted to get into public speaking. So I went to one of their trainings and they asked me what I did and I told them and how successful we were. And they said, well, why don't you teach other people to do that? And I said, what do you mean? They go, why don't you put together a affiliate program or a franchise? So we went on to build a franchise company, but it was all like, I didn't, it was almost like I didn't think about that, that people showed up and said, Hey, you should teach me to do that. You should do that. And, and I've never really, even though I'm a trained NLP trainer, I usually didn't train people to do that. I usually just hired people that were already trained because we had a business that we had 108 locations around the country. So we needed therapists and we needed them trained well. So we usually got those trained professionals from other organizations. And then we just tweaked them and taught them what we're doing now. Um, now I train through Quantum University out of Hawaii. We have a, a whole online training program that, that works through that. And you had, uh, from the information I saw, you had trained about, what, 35,000 people? Yes. Yeah. At one time when we were seeing, uh, we had 108 locations, we had active clientele of about um, 300 to 400 uh, members at each of the locations. So we had a good number of people. And then we would do uh, regional and national seminars. And we had some pretty big events. And the, the, main, the main deal was to teach them how to use their mind's full potential. Uh, when we were featured in People Magazine back in 2016, or 2006, I'm sorry, it was all about how can we teach somebody to take half their weight off and keep it off for more than five years. And we were very fortunate with our old company that we had hundreds of people that had done that. Wow. Because we, we believe that once you change your mindset, whether it's about business, about your personal life, about sports, once you change your mindset, then your life changes. But until you change your mind, it doesn't really matter what else you do, you're going to have that internal conflict going. And there's a saying that was said about 5,000 years ago by the Buddha. He said, all unhappiness stems from unfavorable comparisons. So as long as the picture you hold in your mind and the, and the realization of your life are not matching, there's going to be that internal tension that can cause, the, uh, so, cause someone to get off mm -hmm. their passion, or maybe they don't even know what it is. They're whatever drives them or motivates them because they don't have a clearly defined mission statement internally. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more. And so there's a couple of different paths that I want to take this for the listeners because you've got, I mean, you, you mentioned that you had a very fairly significant sized business that you no longer have and you've got a second one right now. So I want to kind of take down your journey and then I want to touch on how your technology can actually help us as entrepreneurs that are in transition phase because I think it's applicable both both sides of the story are very applicable to the listeners so you know with 108 locations you said you had franchised it you had all these this infrastructure kind of walk us through like what was the time frame you know were you did you like the decision to franchise and then how did what was the kind of the triggering point to get out well, what happened to us was um, we were we were training therapists, but if somebody wanted to come and learn from me, they had to come and spend six months with me. Oh, wow. So that was very limiting. So people didn't really want to do that. So along the way, we, we started getting such demand that uh, we put together a training program where we, could, we would train about 30 to 35 people at a time. These were different entrepreneurs that were in self-help in some level or not. Uh, some of them were hypnotherapists, some of them were NLP practitioners, some were psychotherapists, medical doctors. And we taught them our system. And as we did that, 
uh, we got to a point where we had overlapping people in the same area. So then we had to go out and pay. And I do recommend for the entrepreneurs out there, if you if you even think you're doing a franchise, maybe you should go out and figure out how to do that before you did what I did. Because <laughs> I, I made a pretty big mistake in that it cost me about uh, $360,000 to straighten out, which was I had to go back and form a franchise instead of like some people form the franchise then they go out and get their group. Well, we we formed a franchise. We first had a loose affiliation, which was like a coaching program mm -hmm. where we would coach people. But then people started requesting to use the name or requesting a territory. Well, there's about those kind of things triggered the franchise. Once that happened, we formed a franchise and then it was great. I mean, we had we were in um, Inc. Magazine, Entrepreneur Magazine. I mean, we were really growing very strongly. And what happened to, to me, which happens to a lot of entrepreneurs, so um, is that I didn't think I could do certain things in the business. And it's probably true that I couldn't, but I made the wrong hire. And so we brought in a company uh, that bought in at 20% of my company, and they were supposed to run the accounting portion of our business. Well, we had someone take and embezzle a million dollars in cash from our company. Oh, man. So when... In it, I'm, t I'm talking about real cash, not um, borrowed money. Yeah. <laughs> they also ran up our lines of credit. So that meant, we. luckily we had pretty good cash flow. You know, we were doing okay, but I brought in another uh, partner at that time, and that partner made some decisions that were just crazy. Um, and when I, that's when I lost control of the company. So although they were using my technology, we were getting great success and a lot of publicity and People were very successful in the cities that we're in. Right now, we still have offices in Canada, of all places, um, that were part of my old system. But in the U.S., they pretty much are all gone. That it, I didn't have anything to do with them since 2006. But as we grew the company, we were really doing well. But the company, in my business, you need to be focused on helping people, and you'll make money. If you're focused on making money, in not helping people in the self-help business, you're probably not going to be very successful because people can, uh, there's a saying, you can smell a rat, right? Mm -hmm. So you can tell when, when somebody's just trying to make money, well, my the people that I brought in, I thought that they were great because he was on the cover of um, Fortune magazine. He had turned around a company and had the biggest stock rise in, in the history of time up to that point. He was involved with a, a tax uh, program. So we brought him in. He was a, he was a blue blood on paper, but... He was, I didn't see the guy make a good decision. So after working with him for a couple of years, I basically said, you know what? I think that um, you should buy me out and I'll live on my royalties and, um, you know, I'll help out when I can. I signed an agreement with them. They, they paid the royalties to me. And then what happened to me, which happens is, as we talked earlier <laughs> to some other people, is that they thought after 12 years that maybe they had paid me enough. <laughs> and and um, that was the downfall of their business because as soon as they stopped paying me, I controlled basically the business. Everything right. about the business was mine because of the way that I had structured it because it was a um, – I had classes I had developed. I had – audios that they'd listened to. I had a, a light and sound device at the time that I had invented, uh, which is what you had experienced, the brain tap technology. But this one was actually called the Pathfinder. So all of these different things that I had done, when you take them out of their equation, they really didn't have a business anymore. 
So, so a lot of you were actually able to, with the way that the, the buyout was structured and the royalties, you actually were able to then repossess all the materials and all the all the devices and the 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 goods for them to be able to fund or run their operations. Yes, we 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 came to a settlement, but it basically said that they could not use it in any future uh, sales. And by the time we were done with the lawsuit, they were down to only seven locations. Holy cow! So so they. Uh, a, a lot of the, the people that were using their technology, which was my old technology, decided since I had new technology and new materials that they would just come over and become brain tap users. So uh, they might have lost them, but because they they wanted to replace me with someone else who didn't have the experience, the, the old owners just decided to, a good number of them are still with me with brain tap. So, let's, so yeah, which is, I appreciate you sharing that because it's an interesting thing. Because I mean, we don't have too many guests on that have the royalty structure like that. So I think you know it is an interesting way to, you know, to structure uh, you know your baby and pass it on. But you know, like you said, it, it, for some reason, people all of a sudden wake up and decide that the terms and conditions should change. <laughs> and uh, did you? So like, that kind of brings us into like you, you started this second venture, and that's you know why I was. It, so intrigued to have you on because you got an awesome product that is really helping people and it's kind of your second second shot at it so when did you know why did you start brain tap you know what's the the core you know how have you been doing things differently based on how you did it the first time well the biggest surprise to me was that um, when i left my old company it wasn't long you know i had a non-compete of course for a little while there but once it was over i had a call from a friend of mine and um, he said that he was talking to someone in the chiropractic industry and they wanted to know if I could help them build chiro spas because there's something in the medical world called medical spas, which a lot of people probably know about. Mm-hmm. But chiropractors weren't getting involved with that. And this was a guy named Carl Parker out of Parker University. So he put together a series of seminars and I was just going to do it as like, like a little side venture. I wasn't even going to make a machine again. I was just going to use my old vendors and do it. And so I started going out and doing these shows with him. Mm-hmm. And before long, it got to the point where it wasn't just a hobby. It became <laughs> uh, it became a real business. And um, it's been growing. Uh, we're very fortunate with our business. We've doubled in size every year. And um, it looks like it's going to do it again this year. And uh, I think what we did differently was if there's certain things you can do that will make you not a franchise, I also recommend that because franchising is very, very uh, governed. You know, so you have all these rules you have to follow. And uh, what I found out worked best for in my market anyway was why don't I give somebody a technology I know works, give them a proven system to bring people in, let people try it out, just like we did with you. You came into our booth, you put on our our headset. If you liked it, great. You bought it. If you didn't like it, we shook hands. You went on your way. You know, um, and what we have is we have an app that, of course, the listeners are going to be able to get to when they listen to this uh, from the from the podcast. But the app, we find that about 20% of the people that listen to our app as a free gift, which we'll be able to do that for your listeners, they will buy it for themselves after that, even without the headset. Because we're using the latest scientific techniques. So what we did is we said, how can we take and make a machine that I was part of the first group, our machine called the MC Square, which is in the book I wrote called Awaken the Genius, was the very first portable light and sound machine from the 19, 1986. 
And now there's been a, a, a lot of them spun off after that, but we had the very first one. So we were fortunate to be right there at the beginning of this whole business of light, sound, and vibration. And we've introduced all of the, all of the innovations have come through a company that I've either owned or been a part of. And what we did with the brain tap was we said, how can we, the newest thing was, how could we use auricular therapy now that LED lights are becoming so popular and so easy to, uh, if you will, program the lights so we can get the results we want. So when you're putting on our headset, for those that haven't seen it, we'll probably have a picture on your website. Oh, yeah, and I'll, I'll, just, I'll give you just a hilarious vision for you and the listeners. Yeah. So I've been using it, um, and I, I think I told you before uh, we went live is that I used it before my big keynote that I did. And then uh, I've been using it because I'm a very – I've got a lot of energy and it's tough to unwind and all that kind of stuff like most – type a entrepreneurs and i my wife walked into the bedroom the other day and i'm in bed and it looks like i'm like got the star trek you know glasses <laughs> on and i'm snoring <laughs> she's like what in the hell are you doing so funny because she didn't know that i had it on <laughs> right so so when what what we did is with the lights we can actually tell the nervous system now through frequency following response we send a noje frequency for the brain and bones through the light, through the ears, through the meridian points in the ears, they're called auricular therapy. And we that's broadcast in, and the body actually responds to that frequency by turning off sympathetic overload, which is the fight or flight that people are under because of the high stress. And if you're an entrepreneur out there, you're probably in high stress all the time, what we call um, continuous stress all the time because you've got to put on all the hats. You know, at the end of the day, you even become the janitor sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know, so you, you have all these different... And then, or you have to do the books, you know, after a hard day's work, you got to sit down and do your accounting, you know, until you get to a certain point where you can delegate. So all of that stress builds up and it influences the way our brain works and the decisions we make. So the first thing I wanted to do is how can I use technology to offset this sympathetic uh, overload that we all are under because technology does this to us. Uh, when we first got our phones, it was supposed to make our life easier. But really, what has it done? It, it, it has made it easier in some ways, but now people are so addicted to their phone, they've actually got a diagnosis for it. You know, they, they have what they call mophobia. If somebody forgets their phone, it's almost like the smoker of the past that would, mm -hmm. you know, drive across three lanes of traffic to get a pack of cigarettes if they ran out. You know, our phones are, some people call them a digital leash. Some, you know, some people, you go into a restaurant, you see a table of five people and nobody's talking. They all got their phones out. You know, they're they're at dinner, but they're not present, you know. So what we need to do is we need to use technology, or at least my thought is, use technology to get us back in sync with our environment. And we do that through light, sound, and vibration. We, we have seven technologies in the headset. And when I was putting it together, I was thinking, how can we do this so it's simple and easy to use without all the wires we used to have? And with yours, there's only one wire now. It used to be a big west mess of wires, um, just like most EEG machines and mm -hmm. things like that that people use. But now we can just use, um, it's very simple, one wire connects to your iPhone or your tablet. And um, you press a button. If you can run an app, you can run the BrainTap system now, which is so nice, um, a lot nicer than what we used to have because it used to be you'd have to program it and then uh, set up your recording and <laughs> A lot of other things went into it, so it's very, very easy now to work the brain tap system. Well, and I think you know, for for the listeners that you know, take a look at the show notes where there there'll be a picture, but also you know, to get a very real, you know, scenario of what this does, and 
you know, for, you know, Dr. Porter, like me, you as an entrepreneur, all the people that are listening, like the biggest challenge is how do you hit the pause button? You know, and like I've had on my list of potential habits that I want to create is to meditate. And uh, the, the listeners may or may not have heard some of the older episodes when we were talking about this with other individuals, but it's such a pain. Because like you said, when you, you're wearing all the hats, you get home, then you're switching into a different position that you were doing the other day. And then regardless of the size of company, there's always something to do. And so to be able to hit the stop button and sit and meditate, it is almost physically impossible for my brain to shut off. And it, what it's doing is you're, you're, you're literally taking technology and expediting that whole situation, right? And can you, you know, explain how you're doing that? And there's the four levels of brain waves that you would discuss. And I don't know if you want to kind of allude to how you're expediting and how you're actually using the technology to you know, get that meditation sort of experience. Okay. Well, most people, when they meditate, the problem is that they don't, first of all, they don't know how to meditate and they, their brain stays in a beta state, which is the wide awake state. And they just listen to their mind chatter, uh, which is, (laughs) which is, which is okay. That's the first step. The problem is that it takes, you know, could take up to 10 years of meditating. Now, some people do it a lot faster, but the problem is that it's work. So what we did is there's four primary brainwave states. Beta is where fear, frustration, and anxiety are basically, that's where they rule that brainwave state. So if you have a high degrees of fear, frustration, and anxiety, which are, if you think about the entrepreneur's lifestyle, a lot of that is just part of what triggers them to do what they do. <laughs> so uh, it's hard to shut that off. So what we've done through with light, sound, vibration is we can, we can match that And what happens is the brain is always following the frequency or the vibrational frequency of what's going on around you. To use an example, if I was to take the listeners to a mountaintop in, let's say, Utah, where there was no no electronics and we were just sitting on the mountaintop relaxing because we wanted to be there, uh, our bodies would sync with the environment. Now, the earth resonates at 7.8 hertz frequency. That's called the Schumann frequency. Alpha goes, we go from beta through alpha, then to theta. Now, the earth resonates on the mountaintop in theta, but in the cities, it, it operates in beta. And now, when you're at home, you should be in some form of alpha, where you're relaxed and comfortable, your intuition is there. But what happens is a lot of people bring work home. Mm-hmm. So they stay in that high beta state, and then they react to situations instead of interact. So think of the alpha brain as your intuitive brain and think of your theta brain as your inventive brain. And there's a reason that every great inventor on earth meditated. They had some kind of ritual from Edison to Einstein to Michelangelo. They all would put themselves into a triggered state where they would have some kind of trigger process that would, they would go into this deep relaxation. It usually lasted between 10 and 20 minutes and their subconscious, if you will, would bring them a solution to a problem. Edison was really well known for this. And Edison, in, um, Einstein called it thought experiments. So what he would do is he would have a problem. He would use his brain, the most powerful pharmacy on earth, to go to work, relaxing his body while the most powerful computer worked on the solution to his problem. And that's why he always said you can't solve a problem on the same level it was created. Hmm. You have to go to the solution state and then return to the problem with the solution in mind. And so as you're doing that, that's what the brain tap literally does. It teaches you to go to the solution state because most people know the solution. They just don't know how to take action with that solution. Mm -hmm. And we can rehearse either physically 
or we can rehearse mentally. Every great athlete on earth today knows that they have to do both. They can't just do one. They have to rehearse mentally and they have to rehearse physically. And so the entrepreneurs out there going, 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 busy, 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 and but they've never really planned on how to do anything differently and they wonder why they keep getting the same result. So it's all about what you rehearse, not exactly what you intend. So the brain tap puts you into these brainwave states. Now in alpha and theta two for the listener, there's a state in, in psychology, we call this hypernesia or super memory states. So when you rehearse at these super memory states, then when you are awake and you're moving through your day-to-day life experience, you then act upon those memories as if they're real. So when you read like Stephen Covey's book that says act as if or with the end result in mind, that's really good. But if you're doing that with your conscious mind, it doesn't know how to do that. Mm-hmm. But if you're doing that with your intuitive and your inventive mind, that's that's where we were when we were kids, when we were able to invent things and, and just go out and play with toys uh, I mean, today, of course, they have so many electronic toys and gadgets and a couple hundred TV shows. But the the reality is that our brains, when we were younger, were so flexible and and so creative and imaginative that we didn't have the limits we have today in our in our consciousness. Well, yeah, I I think it's all so intriguing because you know there's a book that I read that's probably one of my top favorites called uh, uh, Mindset. And I'm sure you've read that book because <laughs> it's right up your alley. But, you know, we, we can actually change our mind and we can change, like, where we want to go. And, you know, I'm just kind of curious, you know, as you've gone through these roller coasters of being an entrepreneur and you have invented and are aware of this technology and you've probably practiced it quite a bit, um, but, like, you know, how do you use it to, first of all, the fact that it's, I think it's extremely applicable to entrepreneurs because you want a quick fix for all the stuff that's not your business, right? So to be able to actually do something like this that's that substantial without having to meditate for 10 years to practice it um, is really, really, really cool. But like, how do you use your the technology or the the different wavelengths to almost re-continuously calibrate your vision of where you want to go. Because I think a lot of entrepreneurs hit like this plateau for the vision of their business um, or like wherever they're going and, and trying to view, view who they are outside of the business is very challenging. You know, is there ways that you could use the, the, the technology or tracks that you've used that uh, help you take that subconscious vision and bring it down to the, the reality? Oh, yeah. Well, we have one series. It's in our when they do their 30 day free trial here, they can get on there and go to the wealth of the business and wealth programs. And we have one we did with Napoleon Hill's group uh, called uh, uh, the wealth consciousness. But it's based on the 17 core principles of think and grow rich. So let's say that somebody is attracting the wrong type of business partners or they're attracting the wrong type of work co-workers. You know, we have one that. Um, there's a pro program about uh, doing business with like-minded people. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like um, how to explain it, Ryan, to people is like when you buy a new car and you buy it, when you first buy the car, you think you're the only person on earth that has that car. <laughs> <laughs> but then you, you drive it off the lot and you start seeing them all over the place. You know, because you weren't, unless you, you're buying an Aston Martin or something, you know, that isn't very popular. I mean, it's popular, but not, not very many people own them. 
then you're probably going to see a lot of those cars because they produce thousands of them. But our brain, our prevailing awareness isn't, a, isn't in tune with those. So when you're using the BrainTap system, you're, you're bringing to your awareness. They call it top-of-the-mind awareness. So you're acting as if. So let's say that it's we have one called masterminding. So that means they say we're the sum total of the five closest friends we hang out with. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people don't realize that, you know, they're hanging around tur- turkeys, but they want to soar with the eagles, you know, so we need to figure out, you know, I got to do that diplomatically. I'm not saying get rid of yep, all of your yep, turkeys, yep, yep, yep. but there's, there's something to that because we le- we learn and grow together. We either learn and grow or we grow apart. So we, we need to do that. So in business, there's certain things you can do. And a lot of times an entrepreneur feels like they're on an island. Yeah. And they don't have support or, and I'm not saying they need therapy, but they might need self therapy. So when you're doing the brain tap system, you're literally providing those neural pathways, the recognition they need to keep moving forward because there's a certain uh, passion that brought them into their own business or whatever they're doing as an entrepreneur. And then what happens is life happens and all those great things that caused you to go in business for yourself where you'd work 12 hours a day and you had infinite energy. And then after five or 10 years of doing that, you're going, what am I doing this for? Right. You know? And so a lot of that has to do with retraining the brain. And there's, there's, one that, there's one session that's waking up with passion and profit. So what can you do today? What can you do today to make a difference in your life or the life of someone else? When you, you know, it's, it's one of those things, the, when you can think about how you can serve others, then you are serving yourself. So there's sessions like that. that and, I, and I bet if somebody has an issue, we have those. We also have a, a whole series called the Entrepreneur Breakthrough Academy. And what that is all about is some people, if there's a new entrepreneur out there that was so used to getting their paycheck, but now they find themselves in their own business, maybe they, they got the golden parachute or whatever, but they decided to go back to work. And they're wondering what they're doing it for. Well, the mindset of an entrepreneur is different than the mindset of an everyday worker. And that's why there's only so many people that are successful in business. But we do know that the brain can learn. Remember, we talked about that earlier. So we just need to get the attitudes, the beliefs, the concepts of an entrepreneur activated. We all have, this, we all have the capacity to do that. But most of us don't have the, the training that's necessary. And a lot of it has to do with mental resilience. Mm-hmm. You know, the old the old saying in the old Chinese proverb for success is get knocked down four times, get up five. Yep. You know, so, so you just got to keep going. <laughs> you can't just lay there, you know. So part of it is, and also the in the middle of the day, what happens is our brain, when you think about our brain gets stressed during the day. And you had a chance uh, maybe to see our heart rate variability where we're using uh, ECG to show the brain patterns and things like that of people. And what happens is most people don't realize it, but the brain gets stressed out. As an entrepreneur, unless you're using your back and your body, there's a difference between the person that's out there doing physical work and the person doing mental work. So sometimes the entrepreneur has to do both. But let's just take the, the entrepreneur that's using their brain all day. Mm-hmm. Your brain uses far more energy and a different kind of energy than the body does. The construction worker can just go have a couple of beers and they're full of energy. They can go till two o'clock in the morning because they didn't use the glucose in their brain. Mm -hmm. They were using the the, uh, sugars in their muscles and, you know, the the carbs from the beers, you know, (laughs) refurbish that. But if you did that same thing as an entrepreneur, that's almost like a death cycle. 
because the brain needs high-powered fuel, you know, to operate. I think that's and, an interesting. Sorry to interrupt, because I think that's yeah. an in- interesting uh, comment because from I, I I see it a lot where entrepreneurs they actually do that where they go home and their way of unwinding is having a couple cocktails because it's how do you shut it off i mean i don't know how do i shut it off who do you talk to is it like you know what the constant conversations are especially when you're in this reflecting phase of not sure not sure where you want to go next right so the the key is in silva i learned this a long time ago when i was even just a kid they have what they call sleep control and awake control and once you take control of your brain and those brain waves you can learn to sleep again so i'm just going to tell the listeners a couple different stories so they can understand yeah, yeah. If, if they know someone who's autistic i could put that autistic child on an eg machine and i will show you a child that has little or no alpha brainwave activity now, alpha remembers the brainwave between beta being wide awake and theta in delta being asleep. So the reason that that autistic child or adult is stimming, you know, where they shake their body and they're trying to, it almost looks like they're trying to throw off energy from their body. Mm-hmm. That's literally what they're doing because their nervous system is too, has too much energy. It doesn't know how to handle it because it doesn't have the mitigating frequency of alpha, which mm-hmm. moves that energy through the body. But then that same child or adult gets disassociated and they and they go oh they're in one of their moods again they're not in one of their moods they're stuck in theta which becomes disassociated that's why a good friend of mine robert melillo wrote the book disassociated kids because they're they're disassociated from reality they need alpha as a bridge frequency now the nice thing with the brain tap is we showed that within 30 days we could raise their alpha brainwave activity over 20 percent and some of those kids actually were able to go back into the school system because now they're able to think. Now, let's flip the tables a little bit because we, even though one out of 43 boys being born today are autistic, which is a sad statistic, there's still a lot more that are not. So let's say the average person out there that's listening, and one of the problems we find out with entrepreneurs is they say, I can't sleep. I worry all the time. I don't know how to shut it off, like what you're saying. Well, the reason for that is if we put them on an EEG machine, Instead of missing alpha, they're missing theta. That's the bridge frequency that modulates from fears, frustrations, anxieties to deep, peaceful, resounding sleep. (laughs) So if they don't have theta, they can't make, it's too big of a a gap. So they might pass out, and they will pass out, of course, if they have a few drinks, but they'll pass out, but then they wake up in the middle of the night. Well, what's going on? Right, because you're thinking about the the freaking deal or the bank or the payables or whatever. Exactly. Is. So what what we do is we train the brain. The content doesn't matter as much as just training the brain to move through these different brainwave frequencies. We call it Tai Chi for the mind. So we need to go with the flow. At times you want to have high degree of theta. At other times you want to have high degree of beta. I don't want my bookkeeper doing my books in theta. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, maybe you so, did. Maybe you did back uh, at the. the yes, I think, I think they did back in the old days. So, so the so what we need to do is when somebody has proper brainwave function, when we're kids and we're let's say the normal population, our brainwaves are perfect. Our brain knows exactly how to bounce back. It can handle stress, get over it. In fact, one of my favorite books is by Parahansi Gonandit's Autobiography of a Yogi. And in there, he has a a statement. He says, the difference between children and adults are children get mad, they cry, they get over it. Adults cry, they get mad, they go to clubs, 
They form organizations, they get badges, and they own it. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like we, we try to become members of this poor meat club instead <laughs> of realizing that we're born with this wonderful gift called our mind, but nobody's taught us how to use it. Everybody's taught us through our life what to think, not how to think. So we like to tell people with brain tap, we teach you how to think again, not what to think. You can think whatever you want. It's how you think about it that, that changes the perspective, the perspective and gets your brain operating the way it was supposed to. Well, what I think is so interesting too, because I mean, entrepreneurs were, were control freaks, right? I mean, that's what that's why you go into the business for the freedom of choices and all that stuff, right? And and I think there there's like this assumption that all of a sudden we have to know all the answers because you know you've got employees, you have people that rely on you, clients, vendors, all that stuff. And I, I, how do you you know knowing that you can actually control this is a unique a unique th- new thought process my guess is for a lot of people that you it's not just a fixed deal where so like how you know if you do you see resistance from people that are control freaks and that don't you know don't expose themselves to this i mean what where's the major right. hurdles for well, what we what we know is that because this doesn't work with your willpower and we don't really care if somebody believes it or not because it doesn't doesn't work on belief either our bodies respond to frequencies and to environments. So if we can provide the brain the right environment, they will follow it through the science is called frequency following response. So what we've done is with our studies, and we've seen literally thousands of people now, we've, we've actually over the years sold over 200,000 of these units since 1986. So there's a lot of evidence out there that shows how this works. But we found that it takes at least three sessions for some people to follow the response. Some people can resist it first and then maybe they don't even like it because they're used to being so controlling. Right. But if they give it if they give it a couple chances, and we've done this in clinics, we still do it today. We have a 1500 locations in the US alone that are using this in their clinic. They they'll say this person had this reaction to it. If they're willing to do it 3 times it's going to change, and it always does, because we know after three visits, we did a study with a thousand people, and it took a thousand. It took those thousand people. It took them three times for all one thousand to follow the training. So it's just a training. It takes the brain through these different cycles, and then brings them back up uh, into. It takes them down through alpha and theta, maybe even into delta, and then back up into. Uh, what we call alpha, which get, is the high energy state. So after this, now of course our better sleep programs put people to sleep in delta than just leave them there. You know we don't want them to wake up. We want them to get the deep sleep that they need. So you know, it, for the listeners, a little bit of background too that you you got what eight hundred different tracks or something like that. Yes, yeah, and we're in fact we're just doing another whole series for another group uh, that does. Uh, a program called Chirothin. So we're doing all of these different programs for different companies too that you don't even see that they're using it with their program. So we're the mind side of a lot of different programs that are out there. And you know, you've got these recordings, right? So you're talking, there's lights, there's sound, there's all these frequencies, all this stuff going on. I mean, and what? how do you develop the the talk tracks behind this stuff. I mean, like, what is it? And it's, by the way, it's not corny stuff either. I mean, it's very, <laughs> it, it it's very rich content too so i'm just kind of curious and like how you go about pick you know for the listener that decides to kind of dive into this like how do you pick what you want to look at when do you do it and just knowing that like where does the messaging come from well there's another one of the other books i've written is called the language of the mind 
in it's called discover the language of the mind and those are my core techniques so there's different when i was talking about how to think first we have to disassociate people from their negative thinking then associate them with the possibility thinking and then there's a whole series that goes like that and there's 13 of those core programs like that so think of that as the skeleton and then inside of those different programs are techniques so we're getting the brain to think differently. For instance, if somebody, we're just doing a study right now with Kansas State University for PTSD for the military. And the reason we had success in the preliminary, the pilot study was we taught them how to take those memories and transform them so they're not reliving them anymore. They're stored the way they were supposed to be in the past. We can't change the past, but we can change our perspective, perception of it. Mm -hmm. Now, how I create them is, I've done literally thousands of these sessions. In fact, I made my first recording when I was 12 years old and cassettes players just came out. And <laughs> awesome. I'm one of those weird kids. For Christmas, I asked my dad for an alarm that had a cassette player on it so I could put my, so I could put my own affirmations on it and wake myself up. <laughs> That's and, awesome. You know, so when, you're, when somebody says, how do you do that? Now, when you've done this type of scripting for years, I, I sit down, I usually... Um, Another example is Anton Sims, who played professional basketball for the Knicks. We did a program about basketball. So I interviewed him, and I got the mindset of a professional basketball player, what he does before a game, during a game, after a game. Hmm. And we have 13 sessions based on his. If somebody wanted to think like Anton Sims, who used to be Mr. Basketball in Canada before Steve Nash. So we put them all together. Now, I never played basketball. I was a wrestler. But after I, I did them, I get the, gave them back to Anton. I said, tell me what you think. He goes, that's awesome. How did you do that? I said, well, they call it modeling in NLP. Mm -hmm. So I took those modeling questions. I created a framework for that person to visualize and then realize that mindset through their imagination and through relaxation techniques. So these modeling techniques we use for all different things, but even for learning, like at Quantum University out of Hawaii, where we do, if the listeners ever watch the movie called What the Bleep Do We Know? <laughs> well, the, there's, those are our professors that are there. And they asked me to put together an NLP program for them, which I did with uh, Dr. Richard Bandler, and we put together this training. But with the professors there, I took their notes, and I made their notes into brain tap sessions. So now every student that joins Quantum University gets a brain tap and they get to accelerate their learning. So they watch the videos of the professor, they do their brain tap session with the session with the notes, and then they get their quizzes and their retention just goes through the roof because we've now taught them on the subjective and the objective level in their brain because they're learning it at that state of hypernesia. Their, their ability to recall that information just goes through the roof. And this is for natural medicine. So they're learning how to do this for to become uh, natural medicine practitioners. That's amazing. I mean, it, it's just really is amazing that we've got this technology at our disposal that you can train your brain. I mean, I just don't think people have even a, like a, an idea of that possibility. It's just, it's not something that is, I mean, it's kind of becoming more Main Street and, you know, there's a lot of, you know, the Silicon Valley and you and I were talking about the book called Stealing Fire where they're talking about hacking the brain and getting into these states. Um, is there any correlation with these different four levels of frequencies and that state of flow that is mentioned i don't know if you i think i don't know yes. if you and i talked about well, the that, state but. of flow there's actually a harmonics in the brain and when you're at 10 hertz frequency that's the flow state that's the um and they know that when you're in that 10 hertz frequency that's why when silva did it they didn't really realize it but they called it going to level mm -hmm. but now science shows us when you are at level 
And that's why meditating is so good if you can stay at that level. What happens is the brain's harmonics, it basically upgrades all the frequencies of the body. And when your body's operating at this highest level of frequency, everything works better. From memory, concentration, to focus. Think about when you learned a language. We didn't learn from books. And usually, you know, when I think of my grandson, when he learned to speak, and my granddaughter, I mean, it was like magic. One day they can't, the next day it seems like they can. Because the brain can learn that fast. It's just that when we get older, we start to doubt it. And we start to put those, um, you know, that self-doubt gets in there and stops us from really learning. That's amazing. Like, cause it's a lot. like I've totally dove into a bunch of the flow stuff because I, I, I believe that entrepreneurs live in the state of flow a lot because there's a lot of immediate feedback on how they're doing. And then it, it, it's a, it literally feels like a high. So like, you know, if you get, and I don't know if there, you've got any data behind that to say, okay, entrepreneurs do live in that kind of state because you said they're in the theta a lot, right? Um, or they're they're, oh, they're, that would be alpha. I think that what would happen to an entrepreneur, you're exactly right. If you're doing what you love and time flies, like if you're the type of yeah, person, yeah. I want eight days in the week, not seven, <laughs> yeah. because there's not enough time, you're probably in that flow state. So then the, 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 time biggest, the biggest challenge, though, because then, you know, you're if you're in that flow state, let's say it's 80 percent, then the other, you know, 20 percent, you're in the, you know, the freak out, frustration, anxiety state, because is that the beta one? Where, yes. Because of all the worries of all the stuff that you're doing and the risks that you're taking. But, you know, how do you integrate your practice into that? Because you got your, like, it's almost sometimes where, you know, even, I mean, we talked to a gentleman, 64 years old, really, really profitable business. He loves it. He doesn't want to leave it. But there's stuff that, I mean, he has to do some planning to, to make sure that everything is okay, even if he decides to die in the business. How do you like change your routine, your habits to go from living on a high to stress, anxiety, and then actually building, you know, like a balanced life and plan. Well, I, I think the key thing for most people that I've worked with before is that we have programs we call AM programs for the morning. We call it digital coffee. We need to wake the brain up. Once the brain is woke up, then we function at higher levels during the day. That will bring back that immediate passion. But then also to get rid of any anxiety that might have formed during the night is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. And then in the afternoon, if they could take, if I'm an entrepreneur, like if you came to my office, you would see two things in my office. One is a mini tramp that I jump on when I when my watch tells me I've been sitting on my butt too long. <laughs> and you'll see a recliner. And that recliner is because it's attached to my brain tap. You know, it's there so I can do it. I also actually have a spa here, so I have it in a lot of different rooms. But in my office, so I don't have to worry if somebody's on the equipment. I can just do it because every day at about 2 o'clock, I know that I'm going to be emotionally spent, typically. So I book out a half hour of time at 2 o'clock to reboot my brain. That literally gives me another day because my brain thinks I had a, another, uh, either a power nap three or four hour nap or slept through the night. Now I have the energies. So now when I go home, I can have the fun with my grandkids or my wife or whatever I'm doing because I didn't carry the, the body is like an electric circuit in electric circuit. It is electric circuit, but it's like a capacitor that holds a charge and we need some way to discharge it. If the only way we know to discharge it is by drinking or smoking or whatever other method or overeating, then yeah, the body will use that because it's going to take the path of least resistance. But if we can train the brain to do it itself, hmm. now, because the greatest pharmacy on earth is not on the corner, 
It's in between our ears. It can release any number of 30,000 different neurochemicals to make us feel good or bad. So we have the opportunity every day with technology like the brain tap to reboot our brain, to reach our peak potential. But if it, it's just natural for us to feel wore down because we're spending our energy. Everything is cyclic. Mm-hmm. So we need to reboot. And the, there's a reason that uh, a lot of the, the southern countries will take their, you know, polka siestas and, mm-hmm. and take their naps because they're smart. They know we need to reboot our brain. Now, I think there's getting a little bit more acceptance to that kind of the, the how important the brain is because you could be at work, but I mean, you, I mean, regardless of whether you're an employee or an employer, doesn't mean you're actually productive or working or actually showing up present in the meetings. Right, and if those entrepreneurs out there want to put in a brain tap center, we put we just put a ten station center in Infusionsoft. We put one in Harley Davidson. Um, we have wellness breaks instead of coffee breaks now. They can go in and reboot their brain and get more efficient through the afternoon for the employees. So a lot of a lot of employers will put these in their workplace so that they can help out their their staff, especially their creative staff. Because you you know even Stephen King only works half a day. Hmm. How you know, cool is that? In in you know that shows you that he takes time to relax. And that guy's nobody's more productive than that guy. I mean, hmm. That's interesting, yeah, because it's everybody wants more time in the day when really you should just be focusing on the right things. <laughs> Right. So if you're uh, one of our listeners and you're trying to figure out what's next and where your business fits into your transition or wherever you might be in the, the like the life stage, is there and you're if you were to pick one of these up, you know, is there like a certain program that you would recommend or one of the tracks and the, the, the free version I of the think- tracks where they could go and say, Okay, I need to like refigure out who I am, what do I want and where my business fits into my life. Is there some some top tracks or yeah, series? We have a perfect series that they could go to for that. In fact, it was designed for something like that. It's called Better Life Me. It's in the lifestyle folder when they download the app, and they'll be able to listen to them all in their free month, so they could check them out, see how they work. It talks about all the different phases of life, from business to personal to relationship to leisure, and you get a chance to use the power of thought to plan out those areas of your life and bring balance to them again. That's, that's, that's awesome. Really- that's perfect. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to have the show note links in there. We'll have links to your site, the device, the, the app, um, a lot of the books that we talked about. Um, if there's a, a great way for the listeners to kind of dive in more, I know you've got a podcast. What are the, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? If they go to the, well, once they do the brain tap, uh, challenge that you're going to give them the 30 days free, they'll have my email at that point. It'll be sent to them and they can contact me there or they can get a hold of us at BrainTap Technologies here at 302-721-6677. And I'd be glad to talk to them. Dr. Porter, thanks so much for coming on the show. Awesome uh, wisdom and different perspective on all the, what, the things it means to be an entrepreneur and how you've got your own story and what you're doing today. I just absolutely appreciate it. Okay. I appreciate being on the show, Ryan. Thank you.